morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to your Barbecue and Curry NFL Week 8 podcast. And as always, I'm joined by our two resident degenerates, Sam, coming out, coming out of Kansas City, Missouri. Hello, hello, hello. And as always, Ty, coming out of Wichita, Kansas. How's it going, gentlemen? How's it going? And as always, before we get started, Ty, Ty will tell us how good or how bad we did for the previous week and any other things that he wants to say. Um, well, before we jump into the overall, overall records, uh, let's review how everyone's uh, best bet, ass of the week, and Survivor went. Uh, best bet, it was a, it was a rough, it was it was a rough one for me personally. Uh, d- didn't get much done because you know the Chiefs shed the bed. Eugene's Cardinals covered, so did Sam's Broncos. Ass of the week, we all got it wrong. Uh, wonderful, wonderful times over there. Sam put five in the kitty. He picked the Ravens over the Bengals. The audacity of that man. And Survivor. Uh, we all, we're, we're somehow all in. Eugene picks the Rams, and Sam and I picked the Cardinals. Sam went a, went a, an amazing four and zero for for the bets he gave out, bringing his total to an eighteen and uh, three overall. Now, after all that being said, uh, for for the entire week. Sam and I, uh, Sam went five for 12. But I hit one other one other than the four. Yes. <laughs> I gave out. Uh, I went six for 12, which I am not pleased with whatsoever. And Eugene went nine for 12, an amazing 75% there. Which leaves the final standings looking like this. Sam at 57 out of 106. Tied in first, t- tied at first with me for another 57 out of 106. And after certain trials and tribulations, Eugene Potts clawed back at 50% at 53 out of 106. Well done, Eugene. You're back at 50%. Thank you. Yo, how did Eugene do last week? Nine. Nine out of 12. Yeah. No, last week. Like like the week before. Week, week, before. week six? Yeah. Let me look it up no. real I can look it up right now. He had two good, two good weeks to get himself right back in the mix. Last week, uh, Eugene went seven. Some for what, like 13? 13, yeah. Yeah. Last week. So two winning weeks in a row, and now he's back up at 50%. There we go. That's where you need to be, Eugene. Exactly. <laughs> it's a beautiful spot right there. Uh, that being said, Eugene, I'm going to toss it back to you. We've already discussed the Thursday night football game. You picked the cards as well. It's a round table of the Cardinals. Eugene, go ahead with the, te- the Rams and Texans. We have the Los Angeles Rams traveling to the Houston Texans. The Rams are 14 and a half point favorites in this game. Um, I don't know why we had to discuss this football game. There's no such thing as predetermined outcomes, but in the land of NFL football, this may be as close as a predetermined outcome as one can get. I am choosing the Rams. There's no need to conversate about the Texans unless Ty or Sam have anything to say about the Texans. Um, I am taking myself down to Tingle City. Uh, give me oh. some, give me some of them Texans, man. It's and you, you, again, I've said it multiple times on the show this season, last season. Whenever the spreads over two touchdowns, just give me the give me the underdog. Like there are times where that philosophy doesn't go through and I lose, but more often than not, I believe that they cover two touchdowns. And that fourteen and a half and a, the hook, the half is massive for me. Give me the Texans. I will I'll happily take two touchdowns, even though it's very possible they lose they lose this game thirty one to two or thirty one to three. So yeah, Sam, what about you? Um, I I want to pick the Texans in this game, but I also want to double check. Well, like I've been trying to figure out 
because Tyler Taylor like was coming back last week. So it means he really should be ready to go this week with the stuff that I kind of saw last week. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, thinking that the Tyler Taylor's going to start, I'm going to take the Texans. There we go. Texans it is. Um, moving, moving on to, to a divisional game. Eugene, take it away. Our next divisional game that we have is the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Cleveland to visit the Cleveland Browns. The Steelers have been low-key disappointment this year. Not too terribly unexpected. The Browns in their own division may not be the best team in their division. Um, it's a three-and-a-half point spread in this game. And I want Todd to talk to us about this game because this game is very important for Todd Cincinnati Bengals in this division. He can talk to you, but the Steelers have been just bang average. I don't see any disappointment out of that camp so far, like even slightly. I mean, we we thought we said they'd be the first team to go eight eight and one. It was very possible. Not yeah. Like they they were our pick. I believe it still. Yeah. I made that call. Hundred percent. Looked a little better. Hundred percent. But... Yeah. Like like they they can definitely go eight eight and one. Um. They're, they're, I mean, they're three and three. I I generally don't think that. I've, I haven't been disappointed in the Steelers at all this year. No, they're. I think they're what we expected. Yeah, they are what they are. I yeah. Like they, I just didn't like. I didn't like the disappoint. Like I don't fair. think they're. Like, I mean, disappointing is the Chiefs, like, and I, the will, Steelers are not the. We Chiefs will get to that, right yes, one hundred percent. But yeah, uh, I, I, the Steelers are what we expected. Like, if you're like a diehard Steelers fan and you know you, you, you're used to that success, then yes, this is a disappointing year. But beginning of the year, we told everybody like this is not a good football team. They're mediocre at best, and after all that criticism of the Steelers, give me the Browns, man. Give me the Browns. I'm, I'm assuming Case Keenum's going to start. And if he doesn't, that means Baker is healthy. And either one of those quarterbacks start three and a, I think three and a half points is not enough. Yeah, but even if Baker starts, how long will he last if he falls on that shoulder again? I mean, we're if talking Case about Case Keenum starts using your logic at three points. The Browns are a half point better. That's probably about right if Case Keenum starts. I don't agree. I I, I think they're like two points. Yes, because you get on your knees and suck his dick. So Facts. You know I mean? like, so Facts. You're way too biased. Like, and I love the guy too. But that, I think the value is. I think with using Nick, your three point logic. Yes, absolutely is, is right. And that's why I I'm going. I also think I'm going with the Browns. I just don't know. Oh, okay. And that's why I'm going with the Browns. Because I think I mean three and a half is not enough. If it was five and a half, it'd be a real nail biter for me. Three and a half, not enough. Uh, give me the Browns. Nick Chubb's coming back most probably. Kareem Hunt's on IR, and even if Nick Chubb doesn't come back, you have Barry Sanders in the backfield apparently. So yeah, I am fine with all of it. Uh, give me the Browns. Big Ben uh, can't move. Miles Garrett is a, is a sack leader. Jesus. He's going to be on, on his ass day in, day out. Well, I mean, you can compare the guy to Barry Sanders, but calling him Barry Sanders is a little bit out there. I know. But just... You do you, bro. You're, you're making a lot of weird calls right now, so <laughs> you do you. Well, the one call I'm that we go need the, the most. Steelers. Thank you, Sam. Thank <laughs> you. I'm going to go with the Steelers just because Christina played pretty well. I, he's not going to play as well as he did against this, this defense. So, I really don't think I, – I really have no idea. I don't like taking this, but that's what I'm doing. Fair. So, we're going to move on to the next game that nobody will probably watch. This is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Detroit Lions, the winless Detroit Lions. There is a three-and-a-half point spread in this game. Um, 
Who wants to talk about this game? Uh, Sam, take us away. Uh, I like the Eagles in this game. Um, I think that Hurts' mobility will cause the Lions' defense issues. And it's not that hard to cause them issues. True. They're okay, but they're still very faulty on a lot of fronts, talent-wise. Uh, I think that very emotional game last week as well for the Lions. It's just like, I go on Eagles. I think they'll win them by a touchdown probably. Wow. The question is, will the Lions go winless this year? No, I don't think so. I can see that locker room totally breaking down. Um pun intended, but <laughs> um well, let me jump in, man. Uh, like it's funny we have we we have all this windless talk and I get it, they're 0 and seven and it needs to be there. I'm I'm gonna go out of my way and say this is, this is the Lions' first win on the schedule. The Lions win this game. Uh, the Lions win. Nick and then Nick Sirianni gets thrown into hot water. Um, yeah, something about this Eagles team, man. I've been back. I've been back on the Eagles team for a while. I like like I I don't like Jalen Hurts, but I, I I like what he brings. But they had no base around him. What's their identity? That team. It's not their defense. You, you can... Well, yeah, you're right about the identity because they're going from an identity of stout O-line, stout D-line for the last year, maybe even two. Mm-hmm. Just a lots of injuries there. So it's yeah. like... I think this team... I, their identity is up in the air. They can be had. And I think I, I think the Lions will get it done. It, it's going to be like a walk-off field goal. And I, I, think, I think the Lions come out and win this game, man. It's going to be... It, it's in Detroit... The spot just feels right for the Lions to get their first win of the year. All right. I I disagree. Um, I think the Eagles will win this game. But I agree with everything Ty said about the Eagles. I don't see an identity with this team. Um, I don't see – they just appear to be going through the motions of playing a football game. And I, that, go, that says a lot about the um, lack of coaching, I believe, that the Philadelphia Eagles are receiving. So I am picking the Eagles. So moving yeah, right I, on. I I do want to say that I agree with everything Ty said. Other other than these two things, that if the Eagles lose, they shouldn't be. Sirianni shouldn't be thrown in hot water. It's his what seventh or eighth game. Like Jesus Christ, give him a second. And that um, I don't think this spot's good because I don't coming off that game last week against the Rams. I I don't know if the spot's good. But the team, the playing the Eagles, the team might be good. Right. Because I'm still up in the air on those guys. All right. Uh, moving on. Next game, we have the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Chicago Bears. There is a three-and-a-half-point spread in this game. Um, I look at this game as a get-right game or potential get-right game for the 49ers. The 49ers have had some struggles. Jimmy Garoppolo played probably his worst NFL game last week. And... Even though they they got one lucky break by the fact that Seattle is not competitive in their division given the loss of Russell Wilson. So you don't have to worry about Seattle as much. So you still have a competitive division. But if they want to realize the goals of this team and actualize the defensive talent and some of the offensive talent on this particular team, they need to use this game as a springboard and go on a 3-4 game run. Otherwise, this season is a wash. Hmm. Can can one of you guys go first on this one? Because I this, this is the hardest one for me, for me yet. Well, 
I guess you weren't listening. Eugene quite literally did just go first. first. I'll go yeah. next. Thank um, you. I'll go second. Thank you. Got your time. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to pick the 49ers as well. Uh, it could be a potential, like, bounce back spot, get right spot for the uh, – not really bounce back, but get right for the 49ers. I don't know about that. I feel like this Bears team could be feisty here in this spot. I just – I don't know how I'm supposed to go with the Bears after seeing what I saw last week and the week before didn't necessarily impress me that much either. So since I was impressed, I haven't been. And it's been going very much the other way. So I'll go 49ers, but I I don't really like this game. I haven't liked a lot of these so far. Fair. Um man, this has been the this is the hardest one on, on the slate for me personally. I can go either way with it. Um I like creating leverage, and since both of you guys went with the Niners, I'll, I'll take the Bears. It, it, it is by far, for me, the hardest one on the slate. And I will go with the Bears. For it. It's, it, 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 it's, a, it's a close one for me. I, I can't well, really make a case either way here. But, yeah, go, go ahead, Eugene. Sorry. While, while Ty continues to think about his pick or not think about it, we'll move on to the Carolina Panthers. Going into the Atlanta Falcons, there's a three-point spread in this game. And since Ty's probably still thinking about his past pick, Sam, why don't you talk about it? Talk to us about this game, and I'll go after you. Um, This one's a weird one. I, coming into the season, I don't know how many of us sort of thought the Falcons would have been three-point favorites I, at the first matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely didn't. Like, I know, you know, the totals were somewhat close, and – like, just the odds in general are somewhat close, but I definitely always have thought the Panthers were a better team. Um, and my whole theory of running backs don't mean that much. I think maybe it's Sam Donald regressing more, and the, just because McCaffrey's out, people are saying it's McCaffrey. I, I, it can't be fully him. I just – I running back can't make that kind of impact. So – I'm just going to believe, and I don't think, I mean, this shouldn't be a field goal game, I don't think. So I'll take the three points from who I think is the better team. So I'll take the Panthers on the road, plus three. I'm taking the Falcons because in watching the Panthers and watching some of the Panthers' highlights in preparation for the podcast, they look good at the beginning. Their defense is, I, I believe their defense is good. But something Sam said sticks out to me. And that does a does a running back make this much of a difference? And I and Sam is right. I believe Sam is right. Is and Christian Mc, a running back shouldn't call or the lack of a running back shouldn't cause this much fall off in the team. So I don't have faith in what I've seen from the Panthers in the past few weeks. So that'll lead me to go to the Falcons and they're playing in Atlanta. So I'll go with Atlanta this week. Um, I don't know if anybody missed it, but I did pick the Bears on the on the last one. Uh, uh, and for this game, give me the Falcons. I will not place a penny uh, on the Panthers until, until Christian McCaffrey comes back. So, yeah, uh, give, give me the Falcons. There we go. So, moving on from Atlanta, Georgia, we are now going to Buffalo, New York, where the Miami Dolphins are visiting the Buffalo Bills. The Bills had a disappointing loss the last time we saw them. Um, I really believe this could be a disaster the Dolphins. An absolute disaster. I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking the Bills to win big. I'm picking the Bills. And this is all contingent of if they start the game well, the Bills are coming off their bye week. So, 
I need the Bills to be focused. But if they're focused, this is it is. This could be a disaster for Miami. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go second. Uh, Eugene with the fake news there. The last time the Bills for the Dolphins, the Bills beat them 35-0. No, no, he's saying the Bills lost to the Titans last time out. How the Bills lost to the Titans. Oh, okay, oh. I was like, dude, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, was like no. I don't know what you're thinking. I, I heard the last time the Bills for the Dolphins. I was like, wait a second. Well, I'm going to need you to pay yeah. attention. It's you right. are a psycho. <laughs> like, they lost 35 I, I forgot that they lost to the Titans because yeah. it was two weeks ago. Fair. So I had to look it up. Uh, and that was a kind of devastating loss to Eugene. I liked a lot of the points you said about that loss. Uh, give me the Dolphins. Um, I mean, my 14-point theory applies here as well. And, and now it's a divisional game, and and it's a 14-point spread. Yeah, yeah, give me the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Ty here. The Dolphins lost to the Jags without their two corners. They got their two corners back. They lost, but they played a decent game. They still gave up 30. Mm-hmm. But they scored 28. If the Dolphins put up 28 points, they cover this spread. Unless yeah. they really, really let the Bills run all over them. So I think, I mean, with what I've seen in the Dolphins' offense these last two weeks with Tua, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any reason I shouldn't believe that they can score enough to cover this. I mean, and as much, this could be a 31-21. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's, I, I agree. It's just like, I just think, I think they can score enough. They've mm-hmm. thrown, a, and they're just getting more weapons back. Like, Devontae Parker didn't play last week. He might play this week. Preston Williams coming back. Yeah, I you know he went to Tennessee and I still don't know if I call him a weapon. But <laughs> I gave you a chance, must, dude. <laughs> he must be really bad. I gave you a chance. From Tennessee, a weapon. I, I, well, the ones that are weapons, I call weapons. He's like a red zone fade guy, and I don't know what else he is. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, so moving wait, right along yeah. the East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Cincinnati Bengals are visiting the New York Football Jets, and the Bengals are favored by ten points. I fully believe uh, it's not even my team. I shouldn't even start. Sam, hi Sam. <laughs> Actually, we could, we could go either way. It's Sam's team and my team, so we could go either way, really. Uh, but I'll go at first. Um, listen, um, I, I. I project a slow start from the Bengals, but we'll end up covering it. Um, we we went we went into Baltimore and did what we did, uh, beat them by twenty four points. It was it was so much fun to watch. Um, I, I project a slow start, but then it, it'll be the Joe Mixon show. Um, Mike, I think Mike White is is that is that a name, Sam? The starting QB, Mike White. Yeah, Mike White. I I don't know how this kid's going to do. I have no idea who this kid is or anything about him. Um, he didn't do horrible coming in. He did not do horrible coming in. He didn't. He really, he really did not. Uh, but there's there's no way. I mean, I I don't pick against the Bengals. I pick the Bengals every, every game they play. So yeah, and nothing's gonna change on this one. Uh, give me the Bengals. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take the Bengals too. I don't know what to do. I do think they're gonna start kind of bad. Um, so I do think that was a really good game for them last week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, this, this is our third road game in a row. So, yeah. I'm not even going to talk is about it. Is it the third road game in a row? Third road game in a row. All right. I'll switch I'm... it. There we go. I'll switch it. I can't name any stats off the top of my head, but I know that there's a lot out there about third game in a row on the road, 
and how tough it is. It is. And then when you're coming off a game against the Ravens, too, that, I I mean, like they killed them, but you know the Ravens still beat them up a bit because that's Absolutely. just kind of what the Ravens do. So I don't feel comfortable, and I definitely hate being on an island, but I'll take the Jets. There you go. Uh, Eugene? Oh, we, nah, I don't have anything to say. I'm taking – I'm taking the Bengals, by the way. Um, there's no reason to take the Jets. The, the Jets have shown me no reason why I should have any faith in them. And th- now you don't have a quarterback that we know. I'll take a pass on that. I'll take the Bengals. So moving on from – Well, hey, before we move on, just quickly, this is just the developing thing over the last, like, three weeks. I don't know how it's happened every time. But every single time, a little BTS for the listeners. Eugene, Eugene, in this episode, he had the Bengals written down three times on the bottom part of the show for the later end of it. He spelled it right all those times, but every single time the last multiple weeks, <laughs> put him and his name like he's putting it on the spreadsheet we have. It's never spelled right, but he spells it right other times. But when he makes his pick, it's always Bengals, not Bengals, and it's just—it's it's gotten to a point where wonderful. I have to say something. It's been like three weeks. No, you're right. You're right. I, I've seen well, it since, too. I said, I since, since you like put me out on blast, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I've seen it so, too. It's, it's wonderful. I've seen it. I was like, I, I don't I'm say glad, anything. But I was like, I'm yeah. glad you all. I'm glad you all like to to make fun of my um disability. It's whoa. Okay. whoa. <laughs> It is. It is. It shows how what outstanding podcast we, em- we embrace your disability is what we do. Apparently, we, we don't. Because <laughs> Sam wants to talk about it, but yes, I am dyslexic. Well, I'm biting my tongue pretty hard right now, Eugene. Oh, go ahead. You, you you didn't already jumped into it now. All right, moving on to a divisional game. <laughs> we have the Tennessee Titans going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. This is a spread that I don't understand. There is a one point spread. So before we get into this game, can one of y'all explain to me how you get a one-point spread? Uh, Colts are at home. It doesn't the home dog well, home, no, doesn't the home no. team usually get three points? Well, yeah. That's Ty's theory, and there's holes in that theory because three points is probably too much to give a home team. But um, other like it's just like if it maybe started at a pickle. And money came in on the Titans, and it went to plus one. It could be so, as simple as that. So I, I'm, well, I guess what I'm asking is, you will never see a line of zero there or a push. No, you will. I mean, you will. You, okay. You'll see pickums out there. Okay. It's, it, I mean, like even this, like I'll go look at DraftKings right now. But even this one is probably just like the money line is probably the better bet if you were gonna bet this game. Like maybe instead of minus one ten, it's minus one twenty. Like that's basically like what it. Seems to me. Okay, so while while Sam looks that while Sam looks that up, I'm gonna go ahead and start talking about this game. I am personally picking the Tennessee Titans. I was whole I was impressed by what I saw from them last week. Now the the Chiefs aren't who we thought they were, but still the way the Titans played that game from an offensive and even a defensive standpoint, they played total complimentary football and it was impressive to watch. And going to Indianapolis it should be a very interesting test. I will pay close attention to this game because it will tell me a lot about both teams. The Colts need this win in order to stay competitive in that division. Otherwise, the Titans will win the division. And the Titans would do well to win this game in order to give them momentum and confidence moving forward. So this will be a very entertaining game. It will, it should turn out to be a hard-nosed, knock-em-out football game. Um, and while Sam is still researching tie. 
explain your Colts pick to us. Uh, actually, I do have the Colts pick for two reasons. One, when, when it goes to these two teams, it's not often it's a sweep. Like, m- uh, most years, it is a 1-1 split between these two teams. Um, and also, a home divisional dog. Fucking love it. Uh, g- give me the Colts here. I absolutely love that. Uh, give me the Colts. It's, pl- it's plus one. I- I've, been, I've been the Colts winning outright. Uh, they're gaining some traction. That defense is playing great again. They're flocking to that ball. Carson Wentz, is, he's showing signs of what he used to be, and I love everything about it. Michael Pittman and Carson Wentz is a serious connection. Zach Pascal, Molly Cox, that three-headed running back situation they got, they got going on over there. I like everything the Colts are doing. Give me the Colts. Um, Sam, um, what about well, you, brother? I, when did you – brother, so just an updated line on this is now the Colts are minus one, by the way. Are I don't they? know if you messed that up when you did it or not. No, or, no, no, no. Uh, if it flipped. It, it but pro- yeah, the money lines are minus 110. Each of them are minus 110. You pay, you pay five more on a $115 bet to get the Titans at plus one. It's basically, and then you pay five less to get the Colts at minus one. So, I mean, it's basically a money line play. And yeah. that's what they want it to be when the line, when the spread's like that. Mm-hmm. That's what they want it to be. But um, I don't know what to do here. I definitely, if the Titans win, is this the biggest, like, rerun so far this season? I believe so, yes. Because they played, what, week one or something, right? They played September 26th, which would be week uh, one, yes. And they killed them. Yeah, 16-25. But it wasn't, and it wasn't even that, like, it was better than the whole game, if I remember correctly. It was a nine-point game. Uh, Ryan Tannehill had three TDs. It does. I like the split angle, and I was I was needed to get sold by somebody on this game. And I've got no idea what to do. I love the Titans, and I'm going to root for the Titans. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Colts just to have like a little hedge in life. Pick me up next yeah. week <laughs> if the Titans do bad and Derrick Henry and Harold Landry don't do what they need to, and they lose, and I'm just sad that I can be on here and be like, oh, at least I got the Colts thing right. Oh my God! So, <laughs> moving to that <laughs> wow, moving to the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado, we have the Washington Footballs going to play the Denver Broncos. Uh, there is a three-point spread in this game. I have no faith in the football's offense. The football's defense did better than I expected them to do last week. The offense, especially in the second half, spent. Almost the entirety of the third quarter in the red zone and came up with zero points. And because of that, I am picking up Broncos. And the Broncos are at home. I have the exact same reasoning, but I'm picking the footballs. Because that doesn't happen very often. Like when, Usually when you get to the red zone, you score. Um, and also, I don't, like, I don't like betting on teams with injured quarterbacks. And Teddy, for everything I've seen, is not healthy. That foot is a problem. Um, there's no. You've been absolutely nutting all over the Browns. Yeah, and, and I fucking love Case Keenum. <laughs> fucking love Case Keenum, but yeah, like t- t- Teddy's not healthy. Um, given the footballs here, man, I wouldn't be surprised if they win. A push is very likely in this game, but yeah, if the footballs win, I would not be shocked. Give me the footballs. Yeah, I have no idea what to think about this game. Um... The Broncos were 3-0, and they've lost four since. Mm-hmm. 
So they're absolutely railing. And coming up, they've got the Cowboy. They go to Dallas. They play the Eagles at home, which is winnable. Mm-hmm. But then they have the Chargers, and then, then they're at the Chiefs. Mm. So it's not the easiest schedule. No, it's in the not. World. They really need this game. And I think I'm going to change my pick because I did think I was going to pick the Broncos. Right? I'm going to pick the footballs because watching that game, Teddy really looked horrible. He did, dude. Holy and shit. he did his thing for road ATS covers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But that uh, he's at home and he's a favorite, and that changes everything. So I guess I'll change my answer to the footballs. But this is, along with many of game this week, I have no idea what I'm doing. There you go. Moving on to the Patriots at the Chargers. The Chargers are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Eugene, take it away. Uh, I chose the Patriots to be a contrarian, for one. And secondly, I like what I saw from the Patriots' offense last week. And I believe if their defense could slow down the Chargers offense, Bill Belichick as a defensive coordinator can scheme up something. And I, I just I like the Patriots in this position. My man, do not be do not be confused by an offense that looks good against the Jets. No, no, no. It's more this is more of a I have faith that Bill Belichick can scheme something up thing than mm-hmm. I have faith in the offense and how they looked against the Jets. Well that's fair. Um give me the Chargers man. Uh, this is very resemblant of a uh, of the uh, Patriots Dallas game. It, it was a similar line, and I like the Chargers, and a lot of money kept going on Dallas, and I had no idea why. And turned out it was a close game, which Dallas ended up covering. Due to that was what four and a half, right? It was, it was four that and a half. Four and a half, and, and that game went into overtime. And it closed at three. It closed, it closed at three, which was crazy. That uh, game went into overtime. It went overtime, and I Dallas that got, got the TD, CD Lamb, right at the end. Uh, but no, give me the Chargers here. I do like the Chargers. I, I don't mind your Pats pick whatsoever. If you're going to be on an island with any any team, Bill Belichick and, and the Patriots are, are the one to be on. But yeah, give me the Chargers here. Sam? Honestly, the comparison you made makes me want to flip my answer. But I'm going to stick with the Chargers. But you comparing it to that game, this is very similar to the game. And I'm not sure the Chargers are two and a half points. Uh, one and I'll just go with one point better than the Cowboys. I don't really think that at all, mm-hmm. which really makes well fit the Patriots, which is kind of scary. But did, I don't think the Chargers played last week. Yeah. Uh, so, in a coach I believe in, I'll give Brandon Staley an extra week to prepare for this, and he needs to, definitely. I don't know if um, this helps your cause, but the Cowboys played the Char- Chargers, and the Cowboys won by field goal. It's week one. No, I mean, I already knew they beat him. Okay. That's why I don't like think it. <laughs> the Chargers are. But that might have been in New England, though, the Cowboys game. So No, no, I said that. I said the Cowboys beat the Chargers. I understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah. Um, I mean, this the Chargers game could be in. Uh, in LA, LA but yeah, the game, the Cowboys game was in New England, so that comparison is. Dead. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. That makes a lot more sense now, though, because mm-hmm. I was it's... like, the Cowboys are just better than the Chargers. The line doesn't make sense. Makes me feel better about my Chargers, but there we go. I think they could beat them pretty bad, though. Uh, who the Chargers? Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Off a of bye week, yes, Herbert slinging that thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on to. The Jacksonville Jaguars, Sunshine, and his wonderful locks walk into Seattle 
and play the Seahawks. The Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. And this is going to come up in later on in the show for me. Uh, give me Jacksonville. This is still Geno Smith, right? This is not Russell Wilson. This is still Geno Smith. No, yeah, Russell's not back yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give me Sunshine. Give me Sunshine all the way here. Uh, again, I would not be shocked if, if the Jags won this game. I would not be shocked. Because for all the deficiencies that Jacksonville defense has, Jacksonville can move the ball on people. Uh, whether it be on the ground or through the air, they can move the ball. And I'm not entirely convinced that Seattle can with Geno. So, uh, yeah, g- g- give me Jacksonville, give me the dogs. Worst case scenario, they lose by a field goal and this will cover. I'm I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. And for me, it's a it's a Tulsa. It's almost like just pick one or pick the other for me. Uh, I'm going with the home team. I believe coming off that devastating loss last week at home, that they will somehow find a way to write the ship. I mean, that was just one hell of a thing. Two minutes of walk, march down the field, and and get a touchdown, and it, within three plays, they lost thirty yards. Holy shit! Just. That, that, that was ridiculous. I, I mean, calling that game football is a stretch as well. But, like, that, that was, like, that that convinced me of today's pick. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, my bad, Sam. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jags, too. This game is, I, I don't know what's going on, but I'll take the better quarterback with points is kind of what it came down to. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, that, that's a good way to look at it. Um, I know, and that it might pop up later for me too. There we just because of that. For me, he definitely will. Um, we're moving on to the Bucks going into New Orleans to play them Saints. Saints are five and a half point dogs after a recent win. Um, Eugene, who do you got for me? You already see what I have. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints defense is for real. That home crowd is going to be behind them, but I don't think it's going to be enough to get the Saints to win this game unless Jameis Winston has an all-time good game, which he's capable of, but I don't think he will. So I will stick with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for this game. Um, is this is this the first true revenge game? I, was, I, I know they played. I was about to go that way. Yep. Them, right? yep. This is the first true revenge game? First true one. Okay, I'll let you make your pick then. I'll talk. All right. Uh, first true uh, uh, revenge game for, for Jameis. So there's that narrative, and I, and I say this every time I get a chance to. A home divisional dog simply said, give me, give me the Saints. Home divisional dogs and revenge narrative, but to win one, yeah, give, give, give me the Saints, 100%. Sam, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I, for, for the true, this is like the first time he's going to be playing in a game. I think that it might be worth just taking a shot on him. Mm-hmm. I also think a little wacky, but if this Saints money line, it's a DK, it's at plus 195. So I could probably find it somewhere that it's two to one. If I could get that Saints money line at two to one, I don't hate coming back and like betting here is Buccaneers minus 13 and a half plus 220. Cause I think this game is either, Jameis keeps them close, and they might win the game. Or they get I think they probably will if it's close. Or Jameis gets embarrassed, and they lose by a bunch. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of why I might take this wacky little angle to it. 
fair. I, I I don't dislike it, man. Uh, but yeah, again, divisional road, uh, divisional home dogs. You guys know my take on that, as it always is. Moving on to Sunday night football. We got the Cowboys going into Minnesota. The Vikings are plus three, and uh, I'll lead us off. Listen, the Vikings have you know they've shown us promise. They really have. They've they've come back from bad situations. They've been a little unlucky with some missed field goals. But one of the 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 tried and tested things as, as a better is primetime football Kirk Cousins. It's someone you bet against. Give me the Cowboys as uh, three-point favorites. I will take them any day of the week and twice on Sunday Night Football. Uh, me next, me next, me next. I love the Cowboys, too. Um, definitely will be talked about later in the show. Only team in the NFL that is undefeated against the spread this year, 6-0. and Are they? Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, the Cardinals are 6-1. and So, but Ooh. they obviously, they won. Yeah. They're undefeated in real life, but not against the spread. Yeah, other 6-1 and one teams, the Packers, too. Just that. If you this I knew. Yeah. And then, um, but I'll take the Cowboys continuing this against the spread run. I thought about them as my ass whooping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't get there. But it's my best bet, without a doubt. There we go. Absolutely. I'm picking the Cowboys. Uh, I think the line is wrong. I think the Cowboys are a much better team than the Vikings. And as a someone who has had the unfortunate pleasure of watching Kirk Cousins on a mini a prime night game, I don't understand how you all put some or how the line puts some sort of faith in him that he's going to do anything but shit on himself. No, to be game. fair to him, he did win a primetime game last year. Hey, he did. Singular one. He played yeah, two. Yeah, but like he hadn't done it before. Yeah. Exactly. And, and he only played two. That he won one. He went one and one last year, primetime. So, yeah. I mean, listen, the, maybe the curse is lifted. We don't know. But against this Cowboys team, I'm not I'm not willing to bet on that. So, yeah, we'll see. And moving on to the last game of the, of the week. Monday Night Football. Oh, boy. The Giants go into Kansas City as nine and a half point favorites, and not, sorry, nine and a half point dogs. And um, yeah, Arrowhead is going to be loud. It's going to be rainy. And Sam, lead us off. You're the hometown kid. Uh, I mean, is Arrowhead going to be loud? It's, it, it's always loud. Uh, yeah, but people are pissed, dude. When people are pissed around you, they don't go to games. That's not what people do. So. I don't know if it's going to be as loud as it normally is. Um, I have no idea really what to do with this game. I love the Giants' offense, and I love the way they've been getting better. I don't know if Saquon Barkley is going to be playing this week, mm-hmm. but I know Galladay's getting healthier. He's not very good anyway so far, but today's tough is the one that I – really would like to get back on the field and he definitely seems to be getting back and all that being said I'm going to take the Giants because I don't think there's no reason for me to think that they can't backdoor this fair it, it, it is under 10 so yeah that is possible Um, listen man you guys know how high I, I've been on Chiefs and if you're going to get right against any team on a primetime game this would be one of the top picks. The Giants. I, I think the Chiefs get it done. And it would and it would and for the, for them to for them to get right, it wouldn't just be a seven pointer. 
It wouldn't even be a 10 point. It would have to be like a 13 to 17. Uh, so, and I think it's very possible they blow it. Again, as we did, I mean, as I spoke about on, on the review, on the review show, it, the, the defense doesn't scare me whatsoever. Like them, con, them conceding. I mean, they stopped Henry to less than hundred yards. Them not uh, like if they if they concede less than thirty points, I'm fine with it. It was the way the offense looked last week that scared me. I would I, I, that I had not seen before on the, from this Chiefs team. I, I want, and that's the first time we've seen this Chiefs team struggle to move the ball. So I'm gonna call that an anomaly, and I'm I'll have my. It, I have my eye on this Monday Night Football game because I want to see that offense play the way I've seen them play. Uh, so I'm going to put the Chiefs to cover the 9.5. It's going to be very interesting. It is, however, a tough game to call. And if the offense doesn't look good, this team's in trouble. All right, Gene, go ahead. The Titans have shown us how you beat the Chiefs or a way to beat the Chiefs. That is contingent upon things that the Giants don't have. And because the Giants do not have that type of personnel to do that, I think the Chiefs blow the doors off of them. I don't think it's a get-right game for the Chiefs. I, I just think it will be an indicative of how bad the Giants actually are. Gotcha. And who did you compare the Giants to, Eugene? Sorry, I missed it. I didn't compare them to anybody, but what I said is that the Titans have showed you a way to beat the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. And the Giants don't have that personnel, and they don't have that ability. I mean, I don't think the Titans' line is that great. I mean, they don't have Derrick Henry, but is that what you're saying? They don't. I mean, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying as is, whole are comparable. Bowl control. You keep the bowl away from the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't give them multiple chances or okay, limit yeah, them. So you're saying their O line is bad, and they don't have Derrick Henry. Which is yes. fair. Their O line is bad, and they don't have their kind. That's fair. Right. Yeah, that O line. I don't like being on an island here, but I don't mind not picking the Chiefs. If, if I'm not mistaken, how, how many islands is that for you this week? One. Probably a lot. It's probably not good because I don't see. I'm not seeing the board break. Actually, no. It, it, it's not not as many as I thought. In fact, I think I'm on more than you are. So shit, that's <laughs> that's not a good thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the fun stuff. All right, guys, best bets. Uh, you, Sam, take it away. Uh, yeah, I already said mine earlier in the show. It's the Cowboys. I I, I like the Cowboys a lot just in general. Um, I did see Micah Parsons having a nice, good breakout game in the primetime spot mm-hmm. and really elevate his status in defensive rookie of the year. Um, so I, I love the Cowboys here. Um, there we go. Um, My my best bet is the Bills. I see it as weather. I, and if it's cold and if it's inclement weather, I literally see a butt weather. So I have my best bet being 14 the points. Uh, big, little cover, big old cover there. I got the Jags three and a half, man. The Jags in, uh, against Seattle. I love that number. It just it just didn't look right to me. So, yeah, I absolutely love that number. It was, it was either going to be that or the, uh, uh, the Browns against Steelers. I'll have real money on both of those games. Um, moving on to ass whooping of the week. Um, Eugene, lead us off. My ass whooping of this week is the Cincinnati Bengals. I believe the Bengals, and after what they showed me last week, I believe they're just going to continue their their trajectory Mm -hmm. and beat the brakes off the Jets. And the Jets don't have a quarterback. Is this is going? This has a potential. 
to be ugly fast. Unfortunately, there's not a mercy rule in the NFL, but if there were ever a time you wanted a mercy rule, this game might be the one. You know, you know, Eugene saying all these things don't, doesn't make me feel good at all. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Also, I I want to just come back that I completely forgot that Mike White was starting, even though we've talked about him like multiple times in this podcast. And I am flipping my pick from Bengals from Jets to Bengals. As you should. It's a, it's a bad island to be on. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my ass of the week is is a, is a Bengals as well. It's a, it's a good time to pick the Bengals, man. Uh, why not? Uh, but yeah, it's Mike White starting at quarterback. I, I believe we'll get off to a slow start the first quarter, um, maybe the first half, but I think second yeah, half. Yeah, I think you've talked enough about it. Yeah. You guys both have the Bengals ass. <laughs> I got the Chargers. Um, I would put them in my money bets if they weren't going against Bill Belichick, and I don't want to put money up against Bill Belichick, basically. Mm-hmm. But I'll put them in this section and hope that they can win by seven. There we go. There we go. Moving on to Survivor. All right, Sam, I believe I know who you're picking, but let me hear it. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple options. I mean, I don't think I have the Chiefs. You do not. Um, They're an option. The Bengals are an option. Um, The Bills are an option, but I don't think I have the Bills. And the Rams are an option. So then, basically, for me, I only have two road games. And then, I don't know why I would pick the Bengals versus the Jets if I could pick the Rams versus the Texans. So, I'm going to pick the Rams. Yep. This is, I've been setting myself up for this spot. So, um, if the Bengals lose, that'd be huge. It would be a massive one. And I hate, I hate picking road teams with Survivor, man. I really do. A part of me just wants to pick the Chargers, but... Give me the Bengals. Against Bill Belichick, man. That's the thing. I know. I know. Uh, just give me the Bengals. Uh, hopefully, we, we get it done. We should get it done. Uh, but, yeah. We'll see. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's a man. Number one in the AFC. The Cincinnati Bengals, baby. Let's get him. I'm just saying it for money, bro. Like, you're, <laughs> you're, whatever you're saying, you're bringing personal thing. I'm just saying it for money, dude. I just want to win the money. Uh... And Eugene? Yep. Who's your pick, brother? My, my survivor <laughs> pick is the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals, again. Uh, don't blame me. All right, guys. Uh, so before we leave, Sam, uh, give us your bets, please. Uh, yeah, only three this week. Um, kind of hard. These are my three favorite games of the week. Cowboys minus three, obviously. Uh, Dolphins plus 14 directly going up against Eugene's best bet. Always interesting. Definitely. Um, pretty scary just going against the Bills in general. Alpha loss and alpha buy. But what I believe in the offense is what I believe. So here we are. And Jags plus three and a half because Ty did a really good job convincing me. And when I looked at it, it's better quarterback with points. So I'll take it. There we go. All right, guys. On that note, that will conclude this week's episode of uh, Barbecue and Curry. My name is Ty. I'm Eugene. And I'm Sam. And this has been Barbecue and Curry. We are done. Peace. Peace. We're out. And-